Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. I'm just gonna go ahead and get right into it. The title of this episode is Why You Should Change Jobs Every Two Years, Especially in the Clinical Trials Industry. So why you should job hop every two years. And I've kind of touched on this subject before, and I've brought about themes such as mobility is better than loyalty, especially in the clinical trials industry. And I've got my friend Forbes. A lot of you guys may have heard of Forbes. You know, Forbes Magazine, Forbes.com. You may have heard about them. To back up, not just in clinical trials, but every industry. And I'm gonna show you, they got figures for the average job market, but we know in clinical research and clinical trials that it is an even better job market than your average job market, just because of the demand of certain positions. That once you get that experience, you really could be taking your salary to the next level. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it in with regards to this article. So, you know, it says the average job hopper, the average person that changes their job will get, and this is by Legal Technology Solutions. I don't know much about that company. I don't even know why I cited them. But they say that the average person will get at least an eight to 10% pay increase in the average market. And on the higher end, they'll get a 20% pay increase. Well, that's pretty good for the average market, but we're in the clinical trials industry. And I know from personal experience myself, when I changed jobs, I got a 50% pay increase, almost 50%, okay? It was like 40 something, 40 something percent, almost 50% pay increase. So those numbers are low. And I know other people too who have gotten way higher pay increases than that, way higher. So this is, not, this is citing 20% as the high end, but so we know we, we've gotten way higher than that. And then they come down here later on and say, sticking with the same employer for more than two years costs the employee 50% or higher in their lifetime wages. So it's gonna cost you at least 50% of your accrued, of your accrued money by sticking with employers longer than two years. So let me just put that in perspective. Everyone knows the secret is out. You have got to change jobs. I say max two years, but definitely max three years. You have got to change jobs. And this is the nature of not just clinical trials, but the nature of the job market in general, but especially in clinical trials. It is just the nature of it. You have got to change jobs until you get to where you want to get to. You've got to change jobs to get to project management. Uh, you've got to change jobs when you're a CRA. And there's actual other hidden benefits to changing jobs while you're a CRA. We have went into that before, but that's not really what this video is about. But you have got to change jobs every two years to make the most money, if that's what you're interested in. Now, a lot of people are hesitant to change jobs, but I'm going to go ahead and state some facts for you. So your salary, the salary that they're paying you, they're making a lot more money off of you with. So they're probably charging the client twice your salary or more for the work that you do. So by the time a year hits, they've already made the money off of you. And a lot of these companies invest so much into training you, that's so that they can bill the client or so that they can make so much more money off of you. The only reason you're being hired is so that they can make money off of you. They're not hiring you to lose money. So keep that in perspective, that from a business perspective, you've already paid yourself off, quote unquote, quote unquote, 
to the company by two years. Way sooner, but definitely by two years. Another thing that you gotta keep in mind is nobody cares. Nobody cares about your success as much as you do. So the only person that cares about how much money you make is you, outside of maybe your mom or your dad, close family members. The only person that cares about how much money you make is you. So you've gotta keep that in perspective. The only person that cares about your career growth is you. Now your manager might care because they have some metrics to meet or their manager uh, is on them about making sure that you are trained up or whatever, but they don't really care as much as you do. They're only there to check the boxes. Uh, your manager does not really care that much about your career growth. Now they may care a little bit more as they get to know you, but they're not, believe me, they're not gonna cry when you leave. There's somebody there to replace you. There's always somebody there. That's how these companies are built. That's why they have training departments. That's why they have HR. To, they can easily replace you when they need to. So don't, don't think that you know, you're doing your company a huge disservice by quitting. You're not. They're built so that someone else can come in and take over the job. And also, you get the, the, the disrespect to loyalty. Companies are not rewarding you for being loyal. So you've got to play the game. You've got to play the game. You've got to change companies at least every two years, especially when you're trying to get to where you want to go. You've got to play the game. If they want, if companies wanted to change it, they could. Just all they would have to do is pay people more that stay there longer. So they say after two years, you get a much bigger pay increase instead of having someone who's brand new come to your come in come into your your job getting paid more than you do when they don't even really know how to do the job, when you've been there for, let's say, two years. That new person that comes in, they're making more money than you, likely. And they don't know how to do the job yet. Like, they may, they may be more experienced or something, but they don't know how to work the systems. They don't know how to work, basically, the systems. I mean, because this is not just a, you know, a clinical-based video. But I, I was going to say CTMS, um, you know, ECRF. Whatever, whatever the systems are that you're using. So just want to let you guys know about that and keep that in mind that there are numbers here. Forbes has numbers. And you can look at some of the other ones out there too. You guys know this by now. You have got to change jobs to make the most money. Now, a lot of people are having trouble even getting into the clinical research field. And that's a totally different subject altogether. But we can help you with that. A lot of people are having a lot of trouble getting in. And my... My, what I say to you guys is don't, you don't have to struggle. Let me, let me help you. Email me your resume at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com and let's work through this together. You don't have to learn after getting rejection, after rejection, after rejection, that it's your resume that needs help. So go ahead, let me help you. Eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. Don't waste any more time. Don't waste any more money. Don't waste any more effort. Let's do this right now. All right, guys. Just want to let you guys know that you it is up to you to take your career by, by your hands and get to where you want to go. It is up to you. Take care.